Hello friends, my name is Mike. Thank you for joining me today on Up North Rocks, Northern Ontario's only climbing podcast. Listen to me, Annie. I don't care how experienced you are. A smart climber always wears a belt and suspenders. Dad. Two cams are safe, three's even better. Dad. Not kidding, Annie. Nobody's going anywhere until you put another cam in the wall. Dad, I have three cams. He's just yanking your chain. What the? This route is sandbagged. There's no way this is 5'5". Five five. This is like 5'8". D. Hi folks. I hope everyone out there has had a fun and safe time over the past six months. First off, a huge thank you to everyone who listened to, shared, or got stoked about the podcast last season. I started this thing because I wanted to learn more about the history of climbing in Northern Ontario and to share the stories I learned with as many people as possible. And it feels extremely gratifying that so many folks have been so generous with sharing their stoke for climbing in the region. I have deeply enjoyed all of the conversations I've gotten to have through the podcast, and it brings me a lot of joy that I've been able to share that with you and that you have continued to hang on for the ride. At the outset of Season 2, I want to share my thoughts on a few things. Like many of you, I'm sure, I'm grappling with some tough questions about how to keep moving forward in an increasingly uncertain world. Let's be completely honest, the world feels like a pretty scary place right now. I do not have answers to those questions, but there are two thoughts I want to share with you all today that I'm hoping will guide my efforts in Season 2. The first thought is that, to me, it feels more important than ever for all of us to work to spread compassion and acceptance in our local and global communities. This compassion and acceptance, in my view, needs to be trauma-informed, and it needs to uphold the inherent worth and dignity of every single person, a fundamental right that all people share, regardless of color, creed, gender, sexual preference, economic status, or even the choice to bring a boombox to the crag. Basically, I want to make sure that, to the best of my abilities, Up North Rocks aims to spread love to those in my circles and beyond, and I hope that you feel the same. The second thought is that, in these increasingly scary times, we all need a safe place to go where we can feel at peace, and for a lot of us, that place is climbing. We all need spaces where we can feel uncomplicated joy and connect with a different part of ourselves than we do in our day-to-day lives. I hope to have some interesting and deep conversations this season about some of the nuances behind climbing and outdoor adventure culture in general, but I do want to do so in a way that holds up the joy in climbing, because that is what brings us all together in this space, our love for climbing, the joy that we feel while we're doing it, and the relationships we build along the way. On the lighter side of things, I want to share a few news items about the podcast and about climbing in the region. One important thing is that it is ice season. Conditions in Ontario may not be great at the moment, but inevitably, things will form and it will be another awesome season. But in the meantime, it's time to train, so get on doing those pull-ups and squeezing in as much dry tooling as possible. And on that note, stay tuned for exciting news about dry tooling in Thunder Bay. Also, Ice Fest season is nearly upon us and there are a bunch of festivals to keep in mind within reach of Northern Ontario. In January, there is the Sandstone Ice Fest in Minnesota. In February, there's the Winona Ice Fest, also in Minnesota, and the Michigan Ice Fest. And in March, the Nipigon Ice Fest, which is Canada's longest-running ice fest. I'm going to try to make it to as many of these as I can, and I hope to see you all there. And now last, but definitely not least, I'm excited to announce that Up North Rocks is officially supported by Wilderness Supply. 
Wilderness is a huge supporter of the climbing scene in Northern Ontario, including as a longtime sponsor of the Nipigon Ice Fest. I actually just learned from Mila at Wilderness that there was a time where she had a binder behind the desk and climbers would come drop off pages to go in the binder when they put up new routes, maintaining a record of climbs in the region. Talk about supporting the scene. It really is so important for climbing in and around Thunder Bay that we have wilderness supply. Having a local climbing shop is great for all climbers, but it's especially important for new climbers. I bought my first harness, rope, shoes, helmet, and Grigri at Wilderness, and as a new climber, without a local shop to go to, I would have definitely struggled to figure out what I needed and where to get it. Of course, like many other climbers in town, I have continued to frequent wilderness since then and have been thankful for the cams, screws, cord, carabiners, guidebooks, and so much more that they keep in stock so that we can all be well supplied for climbing adventures in the region. So really, all this goes to say that I'm very stoked that Wilderness wants to be a part of this podcast, especially because we just have the same goals, supporting the climbing community in our region. Well, that's enough news for now. Looking ahead, I've got a whole bunch of folks lined up for this season, and I'm really looking forward to talking to them, and I cannot wait to share it all with you. For the moment, I'm going to leave you with a little throwback. Over a year ago, CBC Thunder Bay invited me on the morning show to talk about the podcast, which I had just started at the time. They graciously also shared the recording with me, and now feels like a good moment to share it with you all. Keep in mind, this was on the radio, and so the intended audience was the general public. I know that I do not need to explain what sport climbing is to you folks. Anyways, thanks again for listening, stay tuned, and be safe out there. There's a new podcast that's climbing the charts, and it's produced right here in Thunder Bay. Take a listen. The climbing scene in Northern Ontario is not huge, but what we lack in numbers, we more than make up for in commitment, passion, and the massive wealth of rock that we have to play on. We are few, but we are mighty. I think that this is something that we should celebrate. Hello, friends. My name is Mike. Thank you for joining me today on Up North Rocks, Northern Ontario's only climbing podcast. Listen to me, Annie. Well, that's just a snippet of a new podcast called Up North Rocks. Mike Heyer is the man behind the pod. He's an avid rock climber with a decade of experience under his belt, and he joins me now live in studio, and I say that with with big expression because uh, we have had a couple of in-studio guests since COVID. However, they were um, another time of the day. You're my first live in-studio guest, Mike, and I'm so excited to have you. Good morning. Good morning, Mary Jean. Thanks for having me. So we got a little taste there of what this podcast is about. Tell us more about what you aim to do with Up North Rocks. Sure. Well, I would say that that Up North Rocks is all about just building and strengthening the climbing community in Northern Ontario. Um, It's, you know, it's not a, it's a big scene in terms of geography, but it's not a big scene in terms of people, Um, you know, which is is different than a lot of other places elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Elsewhere, you might have, you know, thousands of climbers and hundreds of routes. And here we have hundreds of climbers and thousands of routes, (laughs) Um, which means that you know, we don't see each other as often as you might run into climbers in other places. Um, it's easy to go out on a weekend and not run into a single other climber. And um, many of us, you know, kind of exist in our own little sub-communities within the larger community. And so I think there's a lot of stories that, that don't get shared because people mm-hmm. just aren't interacting as much as they might elsewhere. 
Mm-hmm. And it's funny that must be kind of like a, you know, in some ways it's amazing because you can have a face to yourself, but in other ways you don't have those interactions with other climbers. But it sounds like a, a kind of an amazing situation if if you want that real solitude, you know, when you oh, absolutely, when yeah. you go out to climb. So what inspired you to take your curiosity, your expertise and and kind of turn it to podcasting? I don't know if I'd say expertise. I'd call myself a, an <laughs> avid recreationalist. But, okay. Uh, um, I'm a big fan of climbing podcasts in general. Um, I've definitely listened to thousands of climbing episodes over the years. There's a lot of really great climbing podcasts out there. Um, but I've always felt that it would be really cool if there was one about Northern Ontario. And if someone else were to make one, I absolutely would listen to it. Um, but since no one else ever did, I, I figured uh, I ought to do it. And I shared the idea with some friends over the years and and – I had a lot of encouragement from people and, you know, people saying they'd love to listen and love to hear and, you know, just kind of like dreaming with them about all the people we could have on the show. And so this summer I just decided that uh, it was time to get it going. That's fabulous. Now, can you tell us more about the climbing community, like the history of us, I guess, in in Thunder Bay and, and, you know, what makes it unique? Sure. Um, I mean, climbing in general is not... I mean, it's a very old activity. It goes back thousands of years. There's lots of, like, traditional climbing in, in many cultures around the world. Um, but in terms of, like, what we know as modern rock climbing, it sort of has been around since, like, the, you know, 70s-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, climbing in, in northern Ontario started in, like, late 70s, early 80s. Um, and I mean, for folks from Thunder Bay, they're probably familiar with the Centennial Park Bluffs. Mm-hmm. The Centennial Park Bluffs was one of the first climbing areas in northern Ontario. Um, and to this day is still a really popular spot for people to go. Um, and so, yeah, it really started off small, started off with, with truly a handful of people, like, you know, less than 10, uh, in, in the early years and then has grown. Um, and there's sort of been different eras. There's sort of, yeah, like the eighties to two thousands era, which was quite small. Um, and then especially in the two thousands, I think it started to gain some traction, largely supported by outdoor rec Mm -hmm. as well as outward bound, um, when outward bound was around here. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think that, that outdoor rec climbers really carried the scene in the early 2000s. Um, and then today, we, it's definitely more established than it's ever been. I mean, we have uh, Outdoor Skills and Thrills run by Eric Fishman, which is like a you know full full service guiding operation and takes mm-hmm. people out ice and rock climbing uh, all across the, the Thunder Bay region. We also have Boulder Bear Climbing Center yeah. um, in, uh, in Intercity. And so, yeah, between those two factors, more people are getting out than ever before. And especially there's a whole new younger generation of folks that mm. in the past wouldn't have had the opportunity to get out climbing unless their parents were were into it. But yeah. now there's a whole generation of of young crushers who are, are growing up <laughs> in the climbing gym. And, you know, I think those are the folks that in 10 years are, are going to be the one, you know, putting up and climbing the hardest lines in town, which is really cool to see. That is neat. You know, uh, one of my sons is really into Boulder Bear, and I always think, is he is he going to take that, you know, mm-hmm. outside at some point because he he just loves it. But it's fun for you to say, yeah, some of those young guys are gonna gonna end up out on those. So, is there anything that you learned about climbing here in Northwestern Ontario as you were doing your show that kind of stands out to you that you needed to tell people about? Yeah, I mean, I think I definitely have always been really interested in the history of climbing. And I think a lot of that comes from having done so much research and listening to the history of climbing elsewhere. There's lots of great films and podcasts and whatnot. Um, And so it's cool to be able to, like, discover that history in in your own backyard. And just yesterday I was out at the 
the crag, which is like what we call a, a cliff that is a climbing area. Mm-hmm. Um, and a buddy was like, man, like I listened to your show and I learned so much about Northern Ontario climbing that I never knew, um, which is great. That's exactly what I mm-hmm. hoped for, you know, and, and the, the first episodes I'm really hoping to to lay some foundation and talk about, you know, the, the earlier scene and, and give people some some history of what it was like climbing here in the the 80s, 90s and early 2000s. And uh, and so far that I think has really been the case. And, and then as time progresses, I'd like to, you know, move forward and talk to people who are are more contemporary. And I do also hope to to broaden the, the scope of the podcast. You know, I don't want to just be talking to only Thunder Bay climbers or only Sault Ste. Marie climbers. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, there's incredible climbing stretching from Perry Sound to the Manitoba border. And there's also incredible climbing in southern Ontario. And there's also incredible climbing across the country, <laughs> yeah. you know. So uh, as as time goes on, I'd be be thrilled to be able to kind of broaden the scope. Mm-hmm. And, and we've got listeners certainly from across the country already and throughout the states and even some listeners in Europe. So oh, cool. we're, yeah, we're trying to put, put Thunder Bay climbing on the map. I understand you also want to talk about um, some of the ethics uh, around climbing. Um, can, can you tell us a bit about that? Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, ethics are huge in climbing. Um, and that's, again, a thing that stretches back to the early days of climbing. Um, there's, you know, it's there's sort of a saying in climbing that it's it's not what you do, it's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, they're, by using any means necessary, you can almost always get to the top of something. Um but how you do it is what what really matters. And so, uh, especially in the earlier days of climbing, there was a very strong ground up ethic, meaning like all climbing had to be done as if you were approaching a big mountain. And so you like would just walk to the base of something and start climbing and get as high as you could. Um, and as time has gone on, that ethic has shifted, especially with the the advent of sport climbing, which is sort of what people would maybe be most familiar with as climbing now, which is where um, there are, are bolts that are, are drilled into the rock and you're clipping bolts as protection as you go. Um, and that has transitioned a bit more to top-down development, meaning that rather than having to take on the risk of just walking blind up to a new cliff, you walk around to the top, you uh, install some permanent anchors, and then you rappel down the face and make sure that the face is safe and secure. You remove loose rock uh, and place bolts. And um, so just in general, there's... How you do things really does play a lot into climbing. Um, another sort of golden rule in climbing is that you should never place bolts, which are, are permanent. They'll be in the rock forever. They're made of like 316 stainless steel. They're, mm. you know, they'll last hundreds, if not thousands of years. Um, you should never place bolts in places where natural protection could be used. Um, and natural protection is uh, like a small mechanical device of some sort that you can put in a weakness in the rock, like in a crack. Mm-hmm. And it's it's temporary. You'll remove it when you're done with your day of climbing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's a bunch of those golden rules. And then I think there's another important conversation to be had around ethics, especially here in Northern Ontario. But also this this point could definitely be replicated across Canada and across the world is that, you know, here on Anishinaabe territories of the Robinson Superior Treaties, there are you know, there are other stewards of the land that we need to be looking to mm-hmm. besides MNR and, and conservation officers when it comes to how we, we use the land. And in some ways, outdoor adventure is like a, a very neo-colonial activity. We're out there sort of on the on the edges of what is the, the established boundaries of society, trying to push those edges further and trying to bring these new spaces into something that 
settler folks can easily interact with. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I think that that is, it's a tough conversation to be sure. There's no easy answers, Mm -hmm. but that's the beauty of podcasting is it does give you the chance to have a kind of long conversation about something. Yeah, right. And so I, I hope to be able to sort of have that conversation. That's fabulous. It, well, it sounds like you're going to uh, create a lot more interest in uh, in climbing around the, these parts. How can people find Up North Rocks? So Up North Rocks is live on all podcast streaming services. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, um, Samsung Podcast, Google Podcasts, the whole, the whole scheme. All right. um, and then also you can follow the podcast on Instagram uh, at Up North Rocks Podcast. Um, and there's also a Facebook page as well, Up North Rocks. Yeah, we're out there. Fabulous. Well, it sounds like you're easy to find and uh, and easy to listen to. It sounds like people are already tuning in. For, that's just fabulous. Thank you so much for joining us to tell us about it. Yeah, thank you so much, Mary Jean. Well, Mike Heyer is the creator of the new podcast, Up North Rocks, exploring all things climbing in northern Ontario.